You can get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments at savewithconrad.com. But don't take my word for it. Just ask Andrew in Florida. He hooked us up with a five-star review and had this to say, very easy. And Derek was great to work with. I went to a 20 year from a 30 year. I saved seven years of interest. Plus I have a cheaper payment than my 30 year was all around a great deal and couldn't be happier. Thanks so much. I want you to do me a favor. Do the math on that. What if we cut six years off of your loan? That's 72 payments. You know, to the penny, how much you pay on your house every month, multiply it by 72. That's the amount of money you could save. If we cut six years off of your loan, find out right now for free. And oh, by the way, as you heard cheaper monthly payments, why wouldn't you do this? Keep more of your own money at savewithconrad.com. And I'm a lesson number six, five, zero, eight, four equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payment for two months? We're licensed in more than 40 states and even credit scores in the 500s can qualify. What are you waiting for? Hurry to savewithconrad.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Arcade, 605 NWA, TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede, Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tag Team, Turner, Bond, and Mid-South Joint World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and first what they win, look, Shivani's back again, World Title Split, Off Center Stage, Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and The Crow, Thunder, Russo, Arquette, Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When with the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? I, I'm fine. You know, sometimes you you say that all the time, which I appreciate, and sometimes it makes me think like that I'm an old motherfucker. We are. Oh, that's kind of cool now. You know, '60s the new '40. Yeah. That's what they say. I don't know who the fuck they are, but they do say that. Yeah. I, uh, I don't feel the same way I felt when I was, I, I don't know who knows. There's a lot of bullshit out there, bullshit out there, Conrad. And you just got to try to, uh, decipher it and weed through the bullshit, which is difficult. It, it takes up a lot of your time and I got shit to do like go to sleep and wake up, cash a check. Play some video games. I should check. You know, shit I got to do. How much of your own money do you get to keep? I mean, Lois has got you on an allowance now. Let's just be honest. I mean, you get what? Like $20 a week, $50 yeah. a week. Well, since I, I signed with AEW is like twenty six seventy five. Dude, you're almost getting $27 a week over there now. How about that? Another quarter and I will be there. It's unbelievable will- to think how far we've come. 
you know, cause when you were just a wee lad about 50 years ago, mm-hmm. you're getting that $5 a week allowance. And now I'll have, you know, mm-hmm. it's a multiple of that. Right. I mean, I used to depend on my grandma for a lot of money. When I, heard, I was young. I heard recently that you are your own grandpa. Can you confirm that? No. No, that's some lousy ass song you're talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you disparaging the Tom Arnold version? The Tom oh, yes, Arnold. I guess I am. The, the, yeah, that that's from the movie The Stupids, right? Yeah, that's tremendous. I'm my own grandpa. You're your own grandpa? That's oh right. Oh my god. Let, let's, well, for let's those not, of us who've never heard of such a thing, maybe you can uh, explain. Of course. It's it's quite simple, really. Many, many years ago when I was 23, I was married to a widow who was pretty as could be. This widow had a grown-up daughter who had hair of red. My father fell in love with her and soon they two were wed. This made my dad my son-in-law and changed my very life. For my daughter was my mother cause she was my father's wife. To complicate the matter, even though it brought me joy, I soon became the father of a bouncing baby boy. My little baby then became a brother-in-law to dad, and so became my uncle, though it made me very sad. For if he was my uncle, then that also made him brother to the widow's grown-up daughter, who of course was my stepmother. Father's wife then had a son who kept him on the run, and he became my grandchild because he was my daughter's son. My wife is now my mother's mother, and it makes me blue, because although she is my wife, she's my grandmother too. If my wife is my grandmother, then I am her grandchild, and every time I think of it, it nearly drives me wild. This has got to be the strangest thing I ever saw. As husband of my grandmother, I am my own grandpa. I'm my own grandpa. Everybody! I'm my own grandpa. It's a funny, I know, but it really is so. Hey! I'm my own grandpa. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back after this break. So, yeah, that's the Alabama State song. So I just wanted to play it for everybody here. All right, Tony, let's start a timeout right now. You know what time it is. It's, uh, yeah, baby. it's Peter time. It's time to talk about, well, what happened to when you finally got your ding dong on the gas. You went to bluechew.com. Uh, everybody knows that bluechew.com gives men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. We're talking mm-hmm. about the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but the world's first chewable and chewables can work faster. And these chewables from blue chew can be taken on a full or an empty stomach, but the online physician console, it's free. So it's cheaper than the other two as well. And it is prescribed online by a doctor, but you skip the in-person doctor visit. You skip the awkward conversation. You skip waiting in line at a pharmacy. Instead, it ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. It's made right here in the USA and you've been chewing it and doing it. And you've been doing it with a much harder ding dong than normal. Right, Tony? Well, it's always good if the uh, device that you have attached to your body works. What's the hardest I'm, you think you ever got it? Uh, so hard I could drive in a nail in a two by four. Really? Yeah. That's well, some good shit right there, buddy. Now, is that because of blue chew or is this from like 78? No, it's called a blue chew. Oh, I got and, you. And, and I got so excited about it. I just didn't want to have sex. I just wanted to give me another nail. Give me another board. Hang on now. Is this what you used to build the back deck? 
you were bragging about getting a big old back deck, <laughs> but I didn't know that you were building your back deck with your big dick, big dick building, uh, back decks of blue chew. Well, here's a great deal for you guys. If you've got a deck that needs to be built, go to bluechew.com and get your first order for free. When you use promo code WHW, just pay $5 shipping. That's B L U E C H E W.com. And the promo code is WHW. Like what happened when Tony hammered nails on his deck with his hard dick. Mm-hmm. So bluechew.com Tony serious business. Yeah. You could really drive a nail in with it. You think drive a nail in with it. When you come to my house and you hear a whack, 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 it ain't me whacking off. I'm building a deck. Thanks to blue chew. Check it out. Build your deck with blue chew with a bigger dick. Bluechew.com. Use that promo code WHW. Well, that that's a great way to kick off the day, kids. A great way to kick off the day. Well, let's kick it into high gear now. And let's present to you something even sillier. <laughs> it's WCW Saturday night from June 19th, 1993. We want to do this watch along style. And listen, I know a lot of you guys say, man, I don't even have to watch to enjoy the show. Please do me a favor and watch this one with us. Go to the WWE network, click in ring, scroll down to ECWCW. You'll see the graphics there for WCW Saturday night, select 1993, and then find June 19th, 1993. And of course, uh, we're sans commercials here on the network. So this episode is about 57 and a half minutes, uh, but it is going to be the most action-packed hour, I think, maybe in the history of wrestling. Oh, my God. There are 4,000 segments inside <laughs> of 57 minutes. This is the old 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag type situation. Mm. We've had those before on this podcast, as you know. As a matter of fact, the Great American Bash 2000 was like that. And that was really a lot of shit. But before we start, uh-oh, here's a public service announcement from what happened when. <clears throat> Be kind to each other. Yes. Be nice to each other. Roll title, man. When you see someone that you don't know at the grocery store, at the mall, in your neighborhood, wave, say hello. Mm-hmm. Make them feel special. Do not disparage people. When you're out and about, and even if you don't believe in wearing a mask, what the hell does it take to slip one on? Slip one on. And if you encounter someone who doesn't wear a mask, don't shame them. Stay to yourself. Work hard. Go to church. Be kind. Love your fellow man. And if you get a chance, invite me to dinner. I'll wear a mask. This was a public service announcement from what happened when. Thank you, Tony. You're welcome. I feel like we're having like a, like we're ready to change the world today, man. It's, it's a friendly, it's a friendly day. It's a friendly week. Uh, you, uh, I had a birthday the, this past weekend mm-hmm. and, uh, it made us all feel joyous. Oh, and I, um, uh, I just like to say, uh, 
aside from that PSA that I just said, uh, Silva, Hancock, Jay-Z Flair, Jeff Jewett, Pondwater Dave, Pondwater Dave, but nothing happening. Son of a plumber, buttercream dream, Corey Ryan Forrester, Corey Ryan Forrester, uh, stupid ass Cassio kid, stupid ass Cassio kid. Good for uh, Matt Coon. Yeah. That's the biggest collection of fucking idiots I've ever been around to in my life. And I, and I get it. I, and I, when I first met you, I, I didn't realize why is this, this guy who is obviously wise of, of, of beyond his years surround himself with a bunch of fucking nothing happened to misfits to make me look smarter. Exactly. I got it now. It was a revelation I had during the week. It's the reason hot chicks only have fat girlfriends. I mean, I just, by the way, shout out to the fat girls. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I came over one time and I'm thinking, what a bunch of fucking whackheads. And then all of a sudden, ding, here it is now, 2020. It, it, I get it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's something on uh, ad free shows, right? The, uh, they all get together and talk, right? Yeah. We call it think tank. Uh, once, <laughs> once a week, everybody gets together and just talks about what the latest and greatest in wrestling is. And you get to hear from gimmick attorney michael dawkins and great friend of the show mark nielsen and doodootrucking.com and dave hancock and of course super dave pond water dave so many goddamn I, daves yeah, I, I know i think i like rick flair goddamn i mean i'm doing the lord's work just being friends with super dave miller huh jesus you know he has a wall in his house dedicated no I realize I'm going to take some shit for this. He has a wall dedicated to Ric Flair. Mm. Then he has another wall dedicated to Charlotte Flair. Mm. Who the fuck does that? And then now he's got a wall dedicated to world class. And it mm. is just filled with random. I mean, he will wear me out. When's the new Charlotte Flair pop coming out? Well, fuck. I don't know. Dave ask her, ask her. She don't fucking know either. Well, did you ask her? No, but let me just give you a spoiler. She don't know. And she don't care, but I need it. It's got the robe. Now you need a fucking hobby or the love of a woman. Get off my well, phone talking to me about Charlotte flare pops. Yeah. It's just, uh, I, I hope I, super I, Dave doesn't wear a mask <laughs> at his age. That could make my life a lot easier. You know? Yeah. If the Rona would just take him, but you yeah. know, here's the, here's the bad news about that. Pondwater Dave has been on a strict diet of diet Mountain Dew and flaming hot Cheetos. So that motherfucker is now impervious to everything. Mm. He's like human Teflon. Now mm. you see those commercials where they like coat your shoes and something. And then whatever they try to splash on it, it just beads up and goes off like rain X. Well, that's right. What, that's, that's him in the Rona right now. Cause mm. he's got so much goddamn Mountain Dew pulsing through his veins. Mm. Jesus. I feel for you, buddy. Putting up with those guys. No. Holy shit. And then, uh, you, you had that dumbass Corey Ryan Forrester. No, 
hey. who I I made a mistake to I, I was texting him the other day and I'm thinking, what am I doing? And of course he texts me back and I'm thinking I need to stop. Yeah, he's oh. he needs a sign near him, like at the zoo. Don't feed the bears. Mm. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Normally, Corey is a super successful touring comedian. Guess what you can't do in America right now? Tour. Yeah. So his ass is just sitting in rural Georgia. Of course, he says he lives in the suburbs of Chattanooga. Ah, <laughs> so I'll just stop by and get me on your way to Atlanta. You go right through Chattanooga. I'm like, well, you're damn right. I sure do. 48 minutes later, I arrive at his house across the street from a Baptist church. Talk wow. about fucking irony. I mean, I feel like they're just in like a Mexican standoff. He's just me. He wakes up, just mean mugs, the church. That's Corey's the whole day that and mm. trying to pretend like he's fancy. Cause he's got a can opener and denty more. Mm. Mm. Well now nothing wrong with that. No, but here's the deal. He's like trying to, I mean, I mean, he's like using all these, it's a denty more souffle. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's canned potted meat. Yeah. But Mance Warner and Tony Schiavone stir the load in. Uh, come again. Yeah. I didn't say anything. You know, Tony, while we're talking about all these guys that are pains in our ass, we ought to talk about pain of a different sort. No, not the type of pain you make go away when you block someone's number or block them on Twitter. I'm talking about real aches and pains. And I've read a lot about the relief that CBD offers from the extreme aches and pains. But what if there was something better? than CBD. Well, I found it. It's called Leafa and it's a brand new relief cream that works on contact and you don't need a prescription for it. Leafa contains over 3000 milligrams of CBD and beta cariophylline. Plus it has menthol. For those that don't know, beta cariophylline is another phyto compound like CBD, but instead of just reacting to receptors in the body, beta cariophylline binds to them making it more powerful than just CBD alone. Leafa is the only formula on the market that contains these ingredients and they combine for a more fast acting targeted relief on contact. By the way, it feels really great with social distancing and sheltering in place. I've been trying to keep a little more active at home, but I'm not really that motivated because I'm tired and achy. I get really stiff and sore and I need some relief. I applied the Leafa to my joints, especially my left knee. And man, it felt really great. It absorbed fast and left no greasy residue. Leafa made my left knee feel so much better on contact. And it smells great too. There's not like a bad medicine smell, but don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. Experience Leafa's relief. It's a free $60 value during Leafa's nationwide free trial. Now, all you've got to do is pay the shipping to get your free Leafa. Just go to yourleafasupply.com. That's your leaf for your free trial. That's Y O U R L E F A S U P P L Y.com. That's your leaf And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast and getting rid of all those aches and pains, not named stupid ass Scott Hyatt. Listen, I'm really excited to cover this and I'm excited that you're in a good mood because this is rare that I get you in a good mood. I mean, usually you answer the Skype motherfucking me. And for, so for you to be in a good mood, it makes me feel like maybe you had a little birthday sex over the weekend. No, I did not. No, sex is done, man. Sex in my house is over. 
Well, sex Gone. is over in my it's house like, too. Oh, wait, you mean like not like wrestling over? No, I mean like dinosaur over. Mm. No longer around. Nothing. But that's okay. I've I've evolved. <laughs> Unlike the dinosaurs. Help me understand. Okay, I've evolved. When, when Lois starts to undress, I'm not around. No, but I'm just saying, I think when Lois starts to undress, it sounds like this. nice and peaceful that's before the dinosaurs ate the kids see this is when Tony gets undressed <laughs> oh there goes Matt Shavani <laughs> oh there's Chris <laughs> can it be in the distance it's Lori Shavani <laughs> and this must be Patreon there's Bad Money Slam. There's Jesus. Tim in the summer suit. There's Efren. We remember Efren. No, we don't. My God, it's so glorious. Look at all the shit that shot out of Tony Schiavone. It's the greatest penis in the history of our great sport. Five stars. Fuck that. How about five kids? And the hits just keep on coming. And it all came from this beautiful vessel known as Lois. Lois Shivani. What are we doing with our lives right now, Tony? That's emotional. It is. That's right. She's a vessel. And I'm spent. Well, we hope that you are enjoying spending a little time with us. Fire up WCW Saturday night, June 19th, 1993. Here's how this works. Tony's going to give you a countdown. He'll say three, two, one, play. And when he says play, you'll press play. Uh, is Mrs. Park around or do you want to take it for her today? Uh, I don't know if I'd like to ask her to step in here and give us a countdown, uh, after what we just heard, <clears throat> but Oh, Let's you, give it a shot. Okay. Are you, are you turgid right now? No, I'm not turgent. I'm turgent. Not turgent. That's not even a word. I said turgid. Turgent. I, lo I love you. It's turgent. not, it's not like Tope suicida where we just make up words. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm not turgent. All right. Con Hilo. Okay. okay. Down here. Here's Lois. You know, I've called you guys sick in the past. I mean, sick, Yeah. sick, right? But this time you're just stupid. You're just plain stupid, and I don't abide stupid. Well, thanks. Three, two, one, play. 
Track it. On WCW Saturday night, the world TV title is on the line when champion Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff is challenged by the fire-breathing dragon. We'll see some of the hard-hitting action from Thursday's Clash of the Champions and hear reactions from the superpowers and their evil enemies, the masters of the powerbomb. Colonel Rob Parker visits the set of a flair for the gold, and arrogant aristocrat Lord Stephen Regal enters the ring next on W. And they didn't even hit the high points because man, we're going to be in some deep shit at some point in this show. And I'm really excited for you to take a look. And here we are at mm. center stage who is taking a beating on this show because you have said time and time again, it is a dump of a building that you hated working. Oh, and it brings back, brings back bad memories. Who's the man? I'm the man. Ah, I'm about to play softball. Ah, oh. I got a big dick and I'm behind him. Oh my God. I, uh, I love the way they used to shoot Vader and Sid, where the cameraman would crouch down and shoot up, it makes them look even bigger. And you want to talk about old school wrestling. This is it Two behemoth mm. monster heels teaming up to take a couple of jobbers to the woodshed and the I fans know. are into it. Like, yeah, sure. They are. Sure they are because <laughs> uh Leon working a little bit here, isn't he? Nope. <laughs> He's shooting. Listen to this. Picks up Kip A B. There's Travis on the outside. Terry Travis and the tag is made. And the big world heavyweight champion tags in Vicious a week ago. We got to get a whoop. There it is. Chant going when wrestling mm. comes back. I mean, I, I need you to do that just around the house to Lois and film it mm. and let us put it on Patreon. That'd be good. I just think every time Lois does anything, if you just start yelling, whoop, there it is. That, whoop. Yeah. yeah. What a fucking be- weird time, man. Fans are cheering the destruction of two human beings by heels. So <laughs> uh, to remind you here, Sid vicious and big Van Vader are big, nasty heels. They got Harley race on the outside. They got Colonel Robert Parker on the outside. Here's the world's worst power bomb. Mm. And then check out even the way he does the pin. Like even the pin looks painful mm. <laughs> and, and the fans are cheering for him. but, and, mm-hmm. and they're sort of working and not really working a baby face style, but Sid was at least playing to the crowd a little bit, but look at this dude. You want to talk about a couple of bad asses. Mm. This is totally believable to me. The masters of the power bomb, I think are criminally underrated. Look at the replay. Tough landing here. That's not mm-hmm. exactly how they teach you to take that one, but Mm-mm. I don't think Sid gives a shit. Mm-mm. Sid looked phenomenal here, didn't oh. he? Jesus. Unbelievable. Now, here's something you guys are doing different here. You and Jesse Ventura are debating. Oh, wait, who's going to go down to ringside and talk about it? And Jesse says, you go do that. I'll handle the replay. And you're ringside. <laughs> and what do you think this sounded like right here, Tony? Mm, all right. So I'm here with Colonel Robert Parker. And of course, I'm here with the former world champion. I, whoa, hold on a second. I got something I got to say. You see this cigar between my fingers? Well, this ain't nothing like what's between my legs. And I'm a, a big strapping man, and you are just a sawed off little Italian. I've got the masters of the power bombs here. And speaking of that, I understand that Turner Home Entertainment. As snuck in. Do it. 
had snuck in a midget. And I still want to say, everybody, that you don't need a midget because my guys, as you just seen, are big enough. They're just like the thing between my legs. They're big enough. I and God's green earth have no idea what he's talking about. But well, if this was 1970, I could beat the fuck out of everybody here in the center stage. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm big and I stink. Ooh, ooh. I've never watched this mask. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Give me five. Yeah. He says he wants to go play softball. I say, Fuck softball. I don't know what softball's about. I never played softball. I only played hardball because my nuts are hard and everything I do is hard. I don't know how to work. I just know how to beat people up. Oof. Oh, yeah, right, Sid? Yeah, talk to us. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a dumbass. Yeah, I never know what to say. I just look good and I have a poor attitude and people hate me. And one of these days, someone's going to try to stab me. And the four bad thing about it is I'm going to live to talk about it. And I'm going to haunt your dreams each and every night when you come see me play. All right. Put that <laughs> armpit down. Fuck. <sighs> You're going to get to do that a few times. And there's some great shit. By the way, how would you describe Jesse Ventura's dress here? It's rare that Tony Schiavone's the best dressed man on the show, but it finally happened. Yeah. This is Jesse Ventura. I don't give a shit. I'm Jesse Ventura dress, right? That is one of the worst shirts ever. It's a Jesse Ventura WCW shirt, a horrible ill-fitted WCW Saturday night hat and a leather jacket that probably fit 10 years prior to this. This is also, uh, the year that, uh, I took over for Jr. cause he had moved on to the WWE. So we're getting yeah. a recap of what happened just two nights ago at clash to the champions. And they're saying that the whole flair, Barry Windham situation seems to be coming to a head. Now, what we're looking at though, is footage from two days prior clash of the champions where the Hollywood blondes are defending their tag team titles against the nature boy, Ric Flair and the enforcer, Arn Anderson, of course, Arn. Uh, a many time tag team champion and very early in his career, Flair was a tag champion as well. And the opportunity to see, I mean, four all time legends, including two guys who are usually on everyone's Mount Rushmore, Steve Austin and Ric Flair in the ring at the same time. That's, that's a lot of talent in one ring and mm. it's all here in WCW in 1993 loaded, absolutely loaded. You think Arn would fit in those tights? He, he would look now, like, uh, Johnny Walker's uncle. I don't think those tights could fit on one of his legs now. I mean, like, like he's a fat ass, I'm, not Paul Heyman, fat ass. Nobody is, but he's a fat ass. I did enjoy when Jake Roberts referred to him as thick on TV. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't talking about between the ears either. Hey, um, can you explain the bumper sticker you have on your truck? Me, I can't believe this is real, but you drove it to an AEW show in Jacksonville, of course. And Jeff Jones snooped through the parking lot, saw mm. your new 2025 SUV. Cause you know, you got that sweet, sweet con money that you actually convinced Ford to sell you a prototype, but mm -hmm. on the bumper, mm -hmm. it says stay home. If you sick, come over. If you thick. 
And I thought that was a little inappropriate. I mean, maybe it would work on JR's. Mm-hmm. I feel like, by the way, JR needs a van. What do you think? Yeah, I, that would be great. JR's van. Here and that comes. should be that should be a, a Netflix show. Oh my god, that would be tremendous. It'd have to uh-huh. be age protected. Shit's yeah. happening in that van. Yeah. Age, yeah. Oh, here come Barry Wyndham running in. Barry Wyndham out here in his leather assless chaps. Mm. Yep. I tell you, there's some stuff where it just doesn't compute as a ute. Oh, mm. look, here comes Paul Roma. Oh, boy. Wow. That, as you can see, the fans are popping on that. <laughs> I mean, he came in for the save, and they didn't give a shit, did they? No, they did not. Mm. It's like, here he comes in, and mom turns to mall turns to Paul and says, who the fuck's that in the ring? Guys, I don't know. Got a, got a towel on. I don't know who he is. He's here to talk to us about term life. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, pretty exciting shit here, man. Yeah. It's so far just to recap. I mean, what we did have a big match with the, the monster heels and then a recap here just to explain and sort of set the stage for where we are with Wyndham and flair. Of course, they're on a collision course. Uh, and that's where flair is actually going to become uh, champ again. I think that might be the 10th time. Hmm. Uh, they're checking flair. Oh, what's the, what yeah. do you think this promo okay. sounds like? All right. I, what, what, what the hell happened in the ring? Oh, I would tell you what happened in the ring. He said something bad about my dad. And then he said something bad about my brother. And you know what? They're in jail and I don't give a fuck. I got a bunch of twenties in my back pocket. Well, wait, no, I don't because I got assless chaps, but I got a bunch of twenties in the back in, uh, in one of them uh, double bags and I'm pissed off about it. Here's the deal. I've been looked over long enough. I can outwork any of these motherfuckers in the ring with it, with the exception of maybe Austin. Can you believe that as great as I am? Austin's going to be a bigger star. Oh my God. Dude, flair just flying at him. I mean, this added some realism to it. Yeah. But he would interrupt a ringside interview instead of just sulking to the back. Now let's just do it again mm. right now. And so now here we are present day, not two days ago. And we see the WCW rookie of the year for 1992, Marcus Alexander Bagwell. And he's going to take on the incredible, the mm. world renowned. Second to none, Fury. Oh, the Wrecking Crew, man. Named after the Andersons. Dun, dun, dun. Boy, Bagwell's hair looked great, didn't it? Uh, that's a word. You know what's funny is my dad still wears that haircut. Yeah, but your dad, your dad wears it well. Seriously, I didn't know my dad is responsible for destroying the ozone. Went on a vacation in 2012, and when I was wrapping it up, Alabama had gotten into the national championship game. So I got tickets, and I said, "Hey, Dad, meet me in New Orleans." So I lined us up a hotel, put it in both of our names, so he got to check into the room before me. So when I get to the room, of course, I immediately go to the bathroom. I just traveled from yeah, because you distance. shit everywhere you go. But go ahead. Well, you got a pee pee. You got pay pay. 
only pee pee like once a day, but go ahead. Hey, we got to talk about that. Anyway, uh, I go in the bathroom and there is a giant and I'm talking about forearm sized can of Aquanet. Mm. And in that very moment, I couldn't even make myself pay pay. Cause I'm like, mm. damn, that's cheating. No mom. Where's the bitch at? <laughs> I mean, mom's going to be devastated, but I guess I should at least meet her. Try to feel my way out here. And this, Wait, is, this is weird. Okay. okay. Anyway, turns out no, that's still with mom, but his hair is still in the eighties and yeah. he bulletproofs this shit up with Aquanet. And I didn't know, cause I'm not walking around touching my dad's hair. You need to stop hating on uh, guys like your dad and me who came through the eighties and use ha- and use hairspray. Wait, you still use hairspray? Yes, I do. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I, I only use it for TV. Oh Lord. Okay. Well, that ain't working. I've got in my briefcase. A little thing of hairspray and a brush goes with me everywhere. Well, you know, what you need to take is a little bit of sh- uh, soap and some fingernail clippers. <laughs> hey, Hey, did you see Ted long in the stands? He bought a ticket. There's going to be a whole angle at the end of this. <clears throat> oh, okay. I woke up today at four 30. And so, because I was the only thing awake in my house, I said, you yeah. know what? Let me go ahead and watch this show again in advance of us watching it together. So I'm prepared for the silliness that's coming. By the way, I need me and you to have some snakeskin tights like this. Uh, for what purpose? I mean, just in case we want to do activities or something. I never want to do activities, <clears throat> but a lot of times I have to like ride my bike. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to eventually ride my bike to Huntsville. You know, I, I, I would normally make fun of that, but then I saw the other day that you did three hours straight and did something mm-hmm. absurd, uh, the amount yeah. of miles. And then when I tried to get you to tape that night, you said, buddy, I'm not going to make it. And I said, I, you're running behind. And you're like, no, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> yeah. But you, did, I, uh, you lived. I did, but I picked up my dog that night and uh, bug and I, uh, got up the stairs and I sat down in the big chair in front of the TV and I'm thinking I'm having an out of body experience here. I think I'm going to, I'm going to be floating over my body sitting there with my dog. And I think I'm, I, I really, I, 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 I done too much. I done too much. I did 30 miles, uh, from uh, Rambo trailhead to rock Mart, Georgia and back, which is 15 miles up 15 miles back. And I thought, Ooh, I'm never going to do that again, but this weekend I'm going to try to do 35 miles. What's wrong with you? You're a glutton for punishment, but you're loving it. Oh, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Having a great time. And I got I'm in a little friendly competition with uh, a gentleman named Kevin Sullivan, not the devil. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the television genius, right? Yeah. The guy, yeah. The uh, hillbilly from Nashville that just happens to know TV and, um, he'll send me, Oh, I did 20 and I say, yeah, I'll do 21 then. And he'll say, I did 22. Then I'll do 23. So we're in a little competition. I'm going to track this. Okay. He got nailed by Bagwell. Fury back in there. We go. Trap kick again. Literally taking on two guys now. Marcus Bagwell. No, he's not. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Fury 
just beat Buff Bagwell, and I'll drink to that. <laughs> well, Teddy going to straighten things up. Did you see what the fuck happened in there? He swept them off his feet. Yeah, look at that. See that shit stain on the mat? Look, it's not for her. By the way, Notice I'm, I'm going to track the uh, the Teddy Long interview in a okay. minute, and I'll let you be Buff Bagwell. I'll mute it down for Buff. All right. All right. Look at that. Yeah, that went on the roll. And there you see Peanut Head still trying to talk to referee Randy Anderson. Mm. Can't believe of all the people in the ring, the only one dead is Randy Anderson. I'm just saying, you know, back yeah. in the day, Teddy Long had to be mm. Party Jones once upon a time. Yeah, he, yeah, he, par he Party Jones. Here we go. Marcus, you guys come here for a second. I tell you, and I know... For you, Marcus, Teddy, I know that was a, a disappointing loss. And, Teddy, I know you came in to try to tell the referee what exactly happened during that match. Well, Tony Savani, let me say one thing now, that I saw exactly what happened. All these people here tonight saw what happened. But one thing about referee Randy Anderson, we can't hold him responsible because he didn't see it. The man can't call what he can't see. But in my opinion, Marcus Bagwell is the true winner of that match right here tonight. Can you believe that that got a pop? Marcus Bagwell is the true winner. Unbelievable. But with that, let's get Marcus's feelings. Well, I was told I was going to do a job when I got here to center stage in the back. And I said, I'm not going to do a job. No, I'm not going to do a job. But what I will do is I'll go into the ticket office and I'll talk to Gary Jester, Chip Burnham, who like Pee Wee Anderson is dead right now. And I will take all the money because I needed to draw. That's exactly right. And I got a lot of hairspray on my hair. Just like Conrad Thompson's dad. Teddy, let me tell you something right now. If you had money in your pocket, I would take that as well. Exactly. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to film something with my baby dick. <laughs> You're mean. No, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. Just you know, freestyling, having a little fun. Free, By the yeah. way, the, the funniest thing, I mean, I'm, I may have to, at the end of the episode, go back and and find it and edit it in Jesse Ventura. Oh God, here we go. Somewhere <laughs> in the Gulf of Mexico. It was a thing and David boy out here on an island somewhere having a party with a bunch of kids. Can you imagine that, huh? Biggest day of their life coming up. Beach blast. What are they doing out here partying with a bunch of snotty nosed kids? You mean to tell me that they missed our rally? to be out here with a bunch of snot-nosed fingers. <laughs> Hold down, gentlemen. Makes my blood boil, too. But according to the map, that island's got to be out here somewhere. There it is, Colonel. I think I see the island just ahead of us. That's it right there. Can you fucking believe what we're watching right now? This is like a, the worst ninja movie from the eighties that went straight to VHS and it had a baby with 1960s Batman. And this is what we got. But instead of Adam West, we got Harley fucking race. We're out here. Some, oh, here we go. Out for this time, they're going to be in for a big surprise. Is your man ready? Yeah, yeah, he's ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Do you trust Cheatham to get the job done? No, please, let me do it. 
<laughs> no, no, I'll take care of it. Oh, man. They'll see the reason I show you and ask for Cheatham. I trust him like he was my own. I told Willie B to be prepared in that vehicle. Look at that fucking boat driver back there. <laughs> you know, little known fact that is actually Dave Hancock before he got fat. Yeah, three, yeah. three, yeah. He what? Three times that size now. Huh. It's been, as you say, sucking on an air hose. Dude, look, yeah. I mean, even the angles, they're definitely going for the old Batman vibe. Mm. And look at this shit. Guys, let me explain. If you're not watching, we have a one-eyed midget in a wetsuit with a shark fin on his back, snorkeling in six inch deep water as he approaches two little girls and yells, my name is Shaws. Now you girls get on out of here. And now the one-eyed midget in a swimsuit, um, carrying a thermos, carrying a thermos <laughs> with a shark fin on his back. Just open the thermos and there is a bunch of wires and a little clock. And he puts it in the beer cooler on the front bow of a boat from thunder Marine. Yes. The masters of the power bomb and multiple time NWA world champion have conspired with a guy who <laughs> looks like a plantation owner who also owns a, a, a string of KFCs to hire a midget to pretend to be a shark put a bomb on a boat that no one's on. And here they are Omaha Beach. with his color coordinated flip-flops and big van Vader in basketball shoes. Yeah, everybody just stay here for a second. This looks like it could be pretty interesting. Davey, let's go see what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the most embarrassed you ever were to work for WCW? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I didn't, I, I can remember back when it happened. I remember glancing at it and thinking, I'm not watching this. I didn't pay attention to it. I'm, I'm getting more out of it now than I ever did. We're not adding the old West music for effect guys that actually aired. tickets here to the retirement haven of your choice or suffer the consequences. Oh, I don't know, Davey. I'm kind of thinking maybe we should just forget about this whole thing. I mean, we what, got the tickets. What are you talking about? Well, I'm just saying, look look at the size of these guys. We got two tickets on our hands. We could fly out of here. And I don't the want whole... no offer from them. Well, Davey, look at one more time. 450 pounds, Van Vader, six feet seven and 300 some odd pounds, Sid Vicious, masters of the power bomb. I mean, maybe we should just take these tickets and just retire. Nah, I don't think so. We'll see you at Beach Blast. Yeah. 
What the fuck are we watching? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. JV boy! Man! You just find your dead one! You're not going to make that that beach black! Boy, I just made a serious mistake here. Enjoy your outing on this island today. You may be here for a long, long time. <laughs> this is the worst commercial I've ever seen for a buy here, pay here car lot. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, Davey. They're just desperate people, and desperate people do desperate things. But I'll tell you one thing. They're going to be tough. Okay, guys, let's go back and play some volleyball. Let's go have some fun. Kara and Christy, what'd you want to tell me? Um, huh? there was a funny guy hanging around the boat. A funny guy hanging around the boat? Hey, Sting! Sting, where's he going? He's going to see the guy hanging around the boat. No, they wouldn't. Sting! Oh no, the bomb. you describe sting and davy boy jumping out of the water with their arms over their head i mean is this the stupidest shit you've ever seen oh my god oh my god to be continued we hope not yeah so a listen you, you gave us a tease last week and mm-hmm. there was a, there was something we needed to look for amongst mm. the ute i didn't see anything that jumped out at me no i didn't give you a tease on that yeah you did no. you said that one of the shivani kids made a cameo no, he's going to make it during the Cactus Jack thing. Oh, my apologies. It was a different yeah. part of the same show. That's the same show, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's coming up. My God, my God, that was, oh my God. Are you embarrassed? Like to the capital? I mean, I can't imagine being more ashamed than you are right now. And to add to that, Davey Boy Smith has obviously spent too much time in Calgary because he asked him, what is this about? And I just, it just floored me. Dude, that Tony's there's another, there's another Arn Anderson redneck buddy. Oh, Tony Zane is one of yep. his buds. Yep. He's, he's a, he's a Rome, Georgia redneck. They all, they all talk the same. Arn Anderson, Pee Wee and Tony Zane. I'll talk like this. Yep. Well, I'm glad Dave, I'm glad Davey boys alive. Uh, at least right there. And, um, uh, I just can't wait till, uh, this continues at beach blast. God, I'm just thinking that Turner home entertainment, those people, they just, they just wanted to create shitty movies and we went with it because it was T H E. Oh Lord. I mean, we're talking about a boat. Sorry, Davey boy. A boot. We're a boot. We're talking about, uh, about, um, a boot. About lasers coming out of somebody's eyes. Oh God! And the White Castle of Fear. Oh, yeah. All that shit. 
But you know what? Uh, no, I what don't that, know what, but I do know well, who, and he's a hell of a guy. Yeah, I, I just I, let me let me tell you about this. Please do. I I get it, but I don't. I get it because they didn't know wrestling, they didn't like wrestling, and they wanted to create something different. Right. So I get that, mm-hmm. but then I don't get it because I like wrestling and it had no place. But this is going to be. This is not even nearly as bad. I was going to be not even nearly as bad as when during the Kip Fry era, he didn't even want to have matches. He just want to have Jr. set in the ring and interview people, which was like, why we let it, why we went with that and let him do it. I'll have no idea. We're going to have to watch one of those shows. We have, we watched one once before. Did we? Yeah. We, they had, um, uh, the lead singer from Alabama, Randy Owen on Randy Owen. I, really? I yeah. don't remember that. You were in the basement. It was probably a traumatic event where you blocked it out. That's when you nearly choked and died. Mm. Oh, okay. Jesus. Remember when Matt Coon said, yeah. you're breathing, be, Tony, you're right. breathing. If you can talk, you can breathe. Yep. Hand me another cigarette and a peach pie. And I'm going to teach these kids to lip sync. Mm. And then. And cry about injustice in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I want one guy to open up my jaw, another guy to stick the peach pie in, another guy to move my jaw so I can chew for me. <laughs> and then I'm going to go make the Revival's theme song. <laughs> uh, Matt Coon. Oh, look who's oh, coming out. Oh, it's a man called Sting. Which, by the way, that outfit he's sporting right there is in the hands of a private collector. Mm-hmm. One of the only sting outfits that escaped because he's cataloged everything. And seriously, he has like a, an air conditioned storage unit, Tony, and he's got like every single thing he ever used to categorize. What, what do you think this promo with you talking to stinger sounds like? All right. Surely glad you guys survived the boat. That's what that's a boat. Davey boy Smith. <laughs> he's got turn around here. Turn around here. And talk to me. You swallowed up. Some, thank you. Okay. Listen, I'll, I, I need to say a few things. These two might, yeah, we were on a beach somewhere, but how did they commandeer a goddamn boat? That's what I want to know. And how did they know where we were? And how did that guy know how to navigate the waters? I, I don't know what this is all about, but I know I'm in the main event of blast at the beach. I'm be, beach blast. That's what I know that's about. And I'm part of uh, Stu Hart's great family and uh, I just like to say that, uh, do you remember a uh, dynamite kid? We used to be a great tag team. He wouldn't have gone for that blown up in a boat. Yeah, I know him. That's exactly right. But we've got, uh, Vader and Sid vicious. And then we got Harley race to deal with. And then we got, uh, Colonel Parker. Yeah, that's right. Colonel Parker. I'll just, you want to, you want you want me to show the sides? I'll take this off. I'll show somebody. This yeah. He's going to show somebody his dick and show him what that's about. And I don't even know where the hard camera is. I just turned my back right to it. I should have known better because I've worked in the WWF. Yeah, hard camera, hard camera. That's right. Exactly. You you wonder how big it is for Colonel Robert Parker when it's hard. (laughs) And look at this. Yeah, give me five on that. That's right. I finally found out where the hard camera was. And you know what we got coming up? We got Cactus Jack and we got a flare for the gold. No, that's right. Not much wrestling in this show. All right, kill me for coming back. 
side and you're right back in with Jesse Ventura. And look at this. Oh. Here's the assassin. What do you think the assassins say in the dusty roads? I remember back in the early eighties, maybe the early seventies that dusty, you and I had this big angle going, well, I want to, I want to do it again. Even though there's a lot more of me than there was not much more because I was fat back then and I'm fat now, but here's the fact right now. You ever heard of deep South wrestling? Well, you're going to hear about it and Kenny Omega. All right. Well, that was, uh, <laughs> that was the mask assassin talking about some sort of developmental territory that's going to happen in the future, Jesse. And uh, w one thing I want to know, where's the boa? Where's the sunglasses? Where's the Jesse Ventura that, that I knew from the WWE, the one that I work with in SummerSlam 89 was Shivani. I, I don't give a shit right now. I've made more money than God, and I'll dress the way I want. Oh, well, I wish I could say that. I still got five kids and bills to pay. And then, of course, Lois only gives me a, a stipend every. Yeah, well, you should have married her. Oh, my gosh. And look at this. Here it is. Catherine White on location. She's doing a story on where Cactus Jack is, and they're in Shaker Heights, which is uh, the suburbs of Cleveland. And here's what stuck out to me when I watched it. I'm like, why has she got her purse on camera over yeah. her shoulder? This looks fucking stupid, but there is a payoff. Let's track it. And even entering a UFO somewhere near Roswell, New Mexico. But it was a letter from young Stephen LeBlanc of Shaker Heights telling us that he saw Jack right on this very corner with a group of homeless people that has brought us here to Cleveland's Skid Row. Since the name Cleveland has come up time and time again, we decided to check this lead out. We've been in the neighborhood all afternoon asking if anyone has seen Cactus Jack, but so far we've come up with nothing. Hey, you got any money? Now the night has fallen, the police have asked us to leave. Sorry. I think the police are right. We should get out of here. Not yet. You see that light at the end of the alley? We're going to try one last time to see if someone besides young Stevie LeBlanc is seeing Cactus Jack. Excuse me. I'm looking for a man that's been seen in this area. His name is Cactus Jack. Do any of you know where he is? Cactus Jack? <laughs> what kind of name is Cactus Jack? You want me on TV? It looks like we've come to another dead end. This report is no closer to the truth than any of the others. For all I know, Cactus Jack could be on a UFO. You talking about that WCW wrestler that got all beat up? Yes. Yes. Have you seen him? Yeah. He's here. I keep telling everybody, but no one wants to believe what Swampy sees. They say the bottom of the bottle gets in front of my vision. I used to watch Cactus Jack all the time on TV through the pawn shop windows. Wait, so he said that one of your kids was in this. Is this Jabra Shivani right here, the hobo? Mm -hmm. No, I, this made, uh, I, I guess it's more than one episode. Yeah, there are uh, multiple episodes. Uh, but apparently, my son is not in this one. The, the, I, he's in the episode where they bring his family in and say, This is your kid. You remember your son. And that's uh, Tim Shivani playing his son. Hmm. So. I'm, I'm incorrect, but lady, you got any money? Here we go. <laughs> so she just paid him for the, uh, uh, the tip of where Cactus Jackie is. We'll track the rest. 
Hey guys, I got money. Well, I thought he'd take us now. I think he just did. Oh! Hey, stop him! He's got my purse! Oh. Ah. No, keep the camera on the action. Let's get out of here. Come on, Bill. Keep the camera on the action. Fuck my fuck the money. Yeah. <laughs> what a bitch, huh? I feel like keep the camera on the action is something that you used to have to yell back when you would set up the tripod. Uh, we didn't use a tripod back then. I thought you were the human tripod. Oh, oh, I get it. You're 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 uh, you're go you're making sexual innuendos. I get it. I was talking about shooting wrestling. Uh, well, at least we got somebody who can wrestle. Well, do we? We're not no, we're not. But that's, that's a cross. That looks like Jerry, the King Lawler's kid. That's Davy rich. Going to be taking on Lord Steven Regal. Yeah. With Bill Dundee here as Jeeves. I don't mean that literally Jerry, the King Lawler's son. I mean, it, it just kind of has a Jerry, the King Lawler younger look to him. Doesn't he? What a shitty cape that Regal's wearing. Yeah, but you know what? He wore it well. No, that's the thing. Like, I didn't realize it until just now that, mm -hmm. boy, there was nothing to that. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he should be at one of those dinner theater things on a horse wearing that shit. If, if I'm going to list my favorite people in wrestling, he's not, on it. he's on it. Not, I'm not saying my favorite people, to, you know, interview, uh, great technical wrestlers, great gimmicks, not that list. Favorite people in wrestling, Steve Regal's on it. Just uh, such a talented, funny, absolute, just drop dead funny guy. And every time you would see me, he'd have a he'd have a stupid joke. I mean, just a corny, stupid ass joke. But the delivery was so good that it would just kill me. Just one of my favorite. And of course, there's little Bill Dundee, father-in-law of uh, Bobby Eaton, who certainly Bill Dundee uh, certainly uh, was left a big made, mark in wrestling for sure. Yes, in those territory <laughs> days, in a major way. Yeah, he did. He did back in Memphis. Are there any uh, any old Memphis shows that we can watch? Oh, sure. We ought to we ought to one time, you know, watch one of those. One of those, does Vince own those two? Uh, he's got some of them. I don't know how yeah. much he's got. I think a lot of that's been debated over the years. Mm -hmm. If it's out there, goddamn pal, buy it. Will on the world. Goddamn. I got Bruce Pritchard here now. I don't have to do shit, but I still will. Hey, Paul Heyman, get rid of him like we did Bischoff. You're having a lot of fun bragging about guys getting fired. Nope. Not. Heyman didn't get fired. He still got a job. Well, he got a pay cut. Oh, did he really get a pay cut? Hell yeah, he did. Well, you know, he had two contracts, one for behind the scenes and one as a, uh, performer. Oh, so they got rid of the behind the scenes thing. Yeah. Mm. That's probably a substantial sum too. And you're over here spiking the ball on him, celebrating his bad fortune. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. 
I, I like, I like Paul a lot. He's, he's always been nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Suck it on an air hose. Head as big as a planetarium. What do you think? Uh, what do you think this interview here sounded like? Well, I want to say a few things that I've had many gimmicks in my day. The fact is back in Memphis, I would never wear anything like this. And here I got to my left, Lord Stephen Regal, who, as we know, the microphone, you fool. I want to say a few things. We saw a Jody Hamilton behind a mask talking about a developmental territory. Well, guess what? I'm going to develop more wrestlers. I'm going to run the performance center. I'm going to help build NXT. I'm going to work with some greats like Norman Smiley, like Lance Storm before we fire him. And why in the world does Terry Taylor have a job? They fired so many people. Terry Taylor, why was he ever in wrestling? Exactly. Why was he ever in wrestling? And why does he still have a job? What does he have on Vince McMahon or Triple H that make him? I mean, we had talented guys like Eric Bischoff lose a job. Uh, th that's right. Whatever he's, no, let me finish. Talented guys in the business that should still be in the business, that should still have a hand in the business. And we got Terry Taylor still in the business. What's wrong with that? And let me break into a little Professor Higgins here. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. Say it with me. The rain in Spain falls mainly in the plain. Again. Again. All right, we'll continue this at another time. I loved my fair lady as much as anybody else. <laughs> and now... Oh, God. Prepare for the gold with your host, Nature Boy, Rick Flair, featuring Fifi the Maid. Tonight's guest is the man who brought together the masters of the powerbomb, Colonel Rob Parker. And now, Nature Boy, Rick Flair. Is this the most regrettable segment in the history of television or what? Oh, God. Take a look at the lady on my left. She's running my life now. It is the most regrettable segment. I mean, you take a guy who is known for being one of the most dynamic interviews in the history of the genre, and you somehow find a way to fuck it up and say, let's make him look goofy. Let's give him his, a bullshit Arsenio-style set you know, daytime TV style set and use that as a vehicle to get guys over that this looks fucking stupid. Oh, of course it's stupid, but let's, let's, let's take a positive spin here. Conrad Had it not been for the set and flair for the gold, the shock master would have never been what he's become. Oh no. I'm thankful for all the ways the Lord has blessed us by the way. Is Colonel Robert Parker the dumbest gimmick in the history of wrestling? Well, uh, yeah. I'm saying that here's the thing. I get that once upon a time, this character could have been a thing, but I feel like this would have been a thing 10 years prior to this. The idea that we're doing this in 1993, I mean, it's like a, a boss hog sort of, I don't know. This is from a bygone era. 
And I love the look here of the, uh, the little press conference rally here. Well, Sid Vicious himself, they will now be known as the masters of the power bomb. Whoa, I heard about that rally. And Flair is just so out of place. Like, oh, I'm trying to put everything over and pull my socks up at the same time. <laughs> and shout. Yeah, because that's all he knows how to do. I'm not saying that's that right. in an ugly way. I'm saying you've had a perfect formula. I mean, it's never been, but yeah, we got to see this beat shit for the second time. Oh. How excited was Sharon Sadello to put this piece of shit out here for the world oh. to see? Jesus, Cronier. Let that be a lesson to you. If you got dumb <laughs> ideas like this and you want to get them on TV, just fuck Ole Anderson. <laughs> What's great is. Ole Anderson has done a thousand shoot interviews where he just, uh, <laughs> says, oh, he was the shits. This guy was the shits. Everything was the shits. Oh, your idea is the shits. You don't know shit. Blah, blah, blah. Co-sign this fucking beach bullshit. Uh, was Ole booking back then? Yeah. Uh, Ole, Sharon Sadello and Eric Bischoff. Where oh the, yeah, the, that's the, right. That's the, the, the triangle the, of management. That's right. The three-headed monster. Absolutely. And of course, Mike Weber was hanging with Sadello mm -hmm. and Flair was talking to Oli mm -hmm. and they had some, some folks who had a little bit of input. And then of course, Eric Bischoff's cracking his knuckles, mm -hmm. having fun with JR's mini fridge. And eventually Bill Shaw saw this stuff and says, uh, eh, we got to put Bischoff in charge of everything. And he created the NWO and made Hulk Hogan a bad guy and mm -hmm. changed the business forever. Yep. Well, back, we go to center stage and thankfully we got a real good match here. We got chick Donovan. Wow. Chick Donovan, your favorite and mine, mm -hmm. Paul Roma coming through the Christmas tinsel, by the way. I know I'm going to get some hate tweets. Send them to me. Ah, hey, hey, it's Conrad. Paul Roma was underrated. Paul Roma gets a bad rap. By the way, Chick Donovan here, 90 year old Chippendale dancer. <laughs> he should have gotten the role that Kevin Nash had in that, uh, dick dancer movie. Chick Donovan, uh, by the time 1993 rolled around, he had been around forever. I mean, he had been like a, the old Georgia championship wrestling enhancement talent type thing. He's 73 years old today. Really? Yeah. So he's a lot younger than I thought. Just looks older. That's what, you know, that's what hanging out in the tanning bed will do for you. He's 46 when he's in the ring here. And mm -hmm. by the way, for a 46 year old, he looks mm -hmm. fucking incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, there is, there's no question. But you know, it's, it's amazing what they know about tans now. They didn't know back then. Oh, they knew about tans. Well, yeah. I mean, they know now that you can just spray them on. Oh, back, back then you had to lay in a tanning bed and get cancer. You know, I got two tanning beds. You're welcome to use one anytime you want. Do you, do you still use them? I've never used it. Yeah. There you go. I didn't get it for me. I, I, uh, it's a cat Williams bed. I don't like silk sheets, but bitches do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me. Come on to the house. Hang out in the tanning bed. 
bitch. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I got, let's run through this. I got a gym. How many oh, times do you think I'm going in there? I, I got a fucking wine cellar. I don't even fucking drink wine. And I got a room with a lay down and a stand up tanning bed. So yeah, uh, infinity pool. I got the steam shower gimmick. Hey, whatever they want to do, baby, I got it. You ain't got to go nowhere else. You're good. And that's why it's called the Conradison. Oh, dude, it was the move back when I was single. Mm, hey, is it okay if I come by and tan? Yes, it is. <laughs> See you in a little bit. That's a much better story than Paul Roma. Dude, <laughs> I'm smarter uh, than I look. Yeah. I'm a salesman. Oh, 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 and oh, 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 do we know that or not? One of the 48 laws of power is uh, mm. get others to come to you. Use bait if necessary. We're going to have to listen to Arn Anderson talk. I want to hear him talk. Okay, here we go. But first, Paul Roma. Oh, I, need you to, I need you to tell me okay. what you think Paul's saying. What am I doing here? That's what I want to know. I'm just taking a paycheck. And you know what? People like Conrad Thompson said, I'm underrated. Yeah, I'm underrated. I could wrestle. I look good. But I had no charisma. None. No charisma. We'll sink you in the business. That's okay. I'm going to be a member of the Four Horsemen. Crack it. Here we go. We didn't make this thing a personal issue, gentlemen. You did. But understand, we've won more titles. We've broken more bones. We have sent more chaos through the ranks of professional wrestling in the last 10 years than any unit in its history. You want to jump on the dirtiest players of the game? You are the world tag team champions simply because the horsemen weren't in the hunt. Now we're in the hunt, full-blown. The lines are clearly drawn. Mate, I believe it's people. It's the enforcer, and it's the nature boy. And by Wyndham, let's not mince words. I'm back, Barry. We all know why. Just give me the title shot. Just say when and where. How about Beach Plus? Wyndham, I want you. I love the matches and then the ringside interviews right after. I think that's a yep. nice touch. I agree. I'm for them. I, you know what, with the exception of, uh, that shitty beach blast thing. Uh, good, this has been a good show. It's been a good show. Yeah. Anytime Arn Anderson can talk, it's good. Every time I, every time I see Arn Anderson do one of these promos. And every time I talk to him backstage now, and, and he just cuts a promo on me, which he's known to do every time he sees me, which I just absolutely love because I'm sitting, I'm sitting there taking his bullshit. Right. And he's cutting a promo on me as only Arn Anderson can do. And I'm thinking in my mind, is he doing it? How many people in the world would love to be standing here having Arn Anderson cut a promo on them? A lot. Yes. But anyway, I see him talk and, and I'm thinking he had a tremendous talent. He had a tremendous talent because what he said there was better than what everybody else said there. Yeah. Flair just screamed. Cause it was real. 
Right. But Arn Anderson was, I don't, I don't just, I just don't think there's ever going to be anybody like him again. As far as a guy who can talk and work and just amazing. And now in his later years, he tries to snuggle into basketball backstage every time he's at AEW. Under his shirt, you mean? Under his shirt, yes. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. This, you know, we were talking about how the Colonel Robert Parker thing, that gimmick felt like it was from a bygone era. Mm -hmm. These guys here, 10 years prior, man, they were lighting the WWF on fire. Yes, they were. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat still looks phenomenal here in 93, just like he does in 2020. And Mr. Wonderful, suffering from some atrophy in that right arm, but still looks like a million bucks and very believable as a heel. Like Paul Orndorff is a master of of the daddy voice. Yes. And I just love to see him again. I know his health's not, not good. We got to make that happen. I hope when things get back to normal, we get to do one last star cast for the road and get Paul Orndorff out. I hope, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I, 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 I told Lois this, this week, I don't know what our schedule is going to be like for, for dynamite, mm-hmm. but if the cauliflower alley club is actually going to have their get together in late September, like they planned. And that's a week where I'm not doing dynamite. I'm going to be in Vegas. I'll be with you. We're going to get the Rona together. Yeah. I don't care. Oh, well, let's not, let's not get cocky. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. I, I, I want to, I want to, you want to get the Rona? No, I want to say hello to all the, uh, the legends of professional wrestling. Yeah, you know what? I I, I hope they can have it this year. I it, they they've got plans and they got dates, but I mean, we go into the fall. We hell, we go into next week. It's the the great unknown, right? Yeah. I really think that. I really think it's under control because the deaths are 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 dropping, but obviously the number of cases are, are rising. But I think we're getting the as far as the fatalities under control, which is. I'm just trying to be positive here in it, right? And what's going on. So anyway, so, uh, just, I'm rambling on here, but I really want to go to the cauliflower early club and, uh, see Brian Blair and see all the people. I want to go too. I want to go too. Well, we're going together. Oh, great. Absolutely. We're going together. You think we can run into diamond while we're out there? A diamond Dallas page. Is he a member? No, I don't know. I know where the fuck you're going. Where I'm going is I'm going to, I'm going to diet mellow yellow zero. You're, you a lie is where you're going. Ricky steamboat up on top of the big chop. That should do it. One, two, he kicked out. He kicked out. Get back in the ring, Paul. I said the bearded guy. All right. What we're going to do drop down, drop kick. Used to be drop down, leapfrog, drop kick. Get it again. Mm-hmm. Chase him on around this side. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I'll follow you here. Okay. I'm going to pretend I'm going to that side, but I put a knee in the face. And the people down front say, yeah, Paul, you're the man. Oh. Nope. How much time we got left? How much time we got left? We got to go home pretty soon. Uh, 
Sunset flip one two and it kicked out. How much time we got left, people? Oh, come on! How much time we got left? Oh, gonna go up top again. This is vintage Ricky Steamboat. Vintage Ricky Steamboat. Big crossbody. Come on, baby. Woo! They got it. Oh fuck! We got a fuck finish. Dick Slater. What the flying fuck? Yeah, dirty dick. Dirty dick. Jesus, criminy Christ! Throw it out. Nobody likes uh, when there's a dirty dick in there. No, I know. Serious business. Murdoch or Slater? Uh, for me, Murdoch. Me, me too. What? Hey, damn. How about I'm Ron just... Simmons is getting a pop too. The crowd is into Ron Simmons. He's established as a top guy now. They're mm -hmm. not exactly sure what they're doing here. Mm -hmm. But that's how we're going off the air. And look at the credits. Wetsuit, courtesy of the dive shop, Marietta. And don't forget tomorrow night, more shit at 6.05 PM. Woo. Don't forget to beach blast Sunday, July 18th, live. The midget returns. It's unbelievable that this is what was happening in wrestling in 1993. That's going to bring this episode to a close June 19th, 1993. I know what you're thinking. What are you guys doing next week? Well, we're going to go to 1998. Uh, on, uh, next Thursday, I'm going to watch Goldberg and Hulk Hogan from the Georgia dome. One of the biggest nitros of all time, but next Wednesday, I'm going to watch the show that aired on USA that night for Monday night, raw head to head. It was a taped Monday night raw that went up against that famous Goldberg Hulk Hogan nitro. And here's what happened on the show. Savio Vega versus Brockus in a brawl for all match. Ken Shamrock versus Jeff Jarrett. Bradshaw versus Vader. The Disciples of Apocalypse versus the Headbangers. D'Lo Brown versus Terry Funk. Darren Drozdoff and Road Warrior Hawk in a brawl for all match. Val Venus with Dustin Runnels. Ken Shamrock with Mabel. And The Undertaker taking on Mankind to decide who is going to be the number one contender for the world title. But most famously, this is the episode where the nation of domination would be spoofed by D-Generation X. And, uh, well, some of that is regrettable in hindsight, but that is what the WWF put up head to head with Monday Nitro live from the Georgia dome Goldberg and Hulk Hogan. I'm really excited to watch this one with you because you've been pretty out front about you didn't watch the other product. You didn't care what they were doing. And, uh, you certainly missed this episode of raw from state college PA that mm. aired on, uh, July 6th. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you give the lineup there and it's pretty apparent that we were winning the war. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. And in, in, in this time, the WWF had just finally won in April, you know, they ended the 83 week streak in April. So fast forward to early July and it is sort of back and forth. Well, the week prior Monday night, raw skull fucked nitro. So they hit the panic button and announced on thunder. We're not putting up with this shit. Stick it up your ass. It's Goldberg Hulk Hogan for the world title. And it became the most watched wrestling match in cable history. Of course, nitro won the night handily. 
And a lot of people would be critical and say, oh, they gave away a pay-per-view. And we'll talk about some of that next week. But I'm excited to watch that Raw. Of course, we're going to have fun in July. Uh, Heat Wave 2000 will come your way on July 15th. On the 22nd, we're going to watch an old episode of TNA from 02, where a little person masturbates into a trash can. Uh, The following week, we'll catch up with TNA from July 31st of 2002. And this time, a little person pulls a gun an actual pistol on double J Jeff Jarrett, which anyone listening to this show has wanted to do a time or two, whenever he would come on TV. So I'm really excited about what we've got coming here, man, including our bonus episode over at adfreeshows.com. We've got the, uh, the flare date with Jimmy Garvin from 1987 back in July. That's going to be a lot of fun. And you and I just recently, uh, caught up and watched the Firefly Funhouse and the Boneyard match. Both of those available at adfreeshows.com from this year's WrestleMania. You had never seen those all the way through, so it's kind of cool to watch those with you. And then we had uh, some other stuff over at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. I know Nick picked out a great match where Hulk Hogan came back to Nitro in the red and yellow. I got goosebumps watching it with you. Super fun to see you know, him sort of put down the black and white for a night, a great moment in wrestling history. And we had another bonus episode too, right, Tony? We did have another bonus episode where we took a look. That's terrible to say it that way. That's bad grammar. We watched the all nighter or part of the all nighter WCW all nighter. And if, uh, you do not like Chris Cruz, like most of the world and us, then you'll see a Chris Cruz, uh, Easter egg in there you don't get revolted by watching it. You can look at it. So, uh, and that, and see Bobby Heenan and, and Gene Okerlund and Dusty Rhodes and gosh, um, there's great stuff in there. There's yeah, lowest right. uh, nuggets. I mean, go yeah. out of your way to see us. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. You get all these shows early and ad free. You get lots of bonus content as well. Can't recommend it enough. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. It's become you know, our own little family within a family We're we're getting closer and closer to our low key, big hog weekend. I'm really excited that we're going to be able to try to get the band back together and, uh, we'll do it safe. We'll do it at a distance. We'll do it clean and, um, do the best we can with, uh, with what we've got, but I'm really, really having fun doing these shows with you, Tony. And, and today was a great example of that. So thanks for taking the time and, and getting together and watching some old wrestling with us. That's what we're all about. French is getting together, uh, reliving your childhood. And I'm, I'm very happy to be reliving it with you and very happy that a lot of it, you can look on the screen and see me back in the day when, well, I was miserable at times, but when I think back on it, it was a hell of a ride. It was a hell of a ride. And we're glad that you're, uh, you're still doing your thing and look forward to you doing your thing this coming week because, uh, tonight, believe it or not. Is fighter fest. And, uh, this was a, a, a different style event last year. This will be the first time you're actually a part of fighter fest last year, though, it was, uh, in Florida, uh, attached to a big convention and the world was different. And, and now it's two weeks of dynamite, but big time pay-per-view style matchups. And, uh, you're going to be back in your element, man. So I hope you guys have a good show tonight and, uh, we'll be watching, but right now it was like, it's about that time. It is about that time, and we have a question for you at the end here of what happened when. What's better, a little guy dressed as a shark, a little guy whacking off in a trash can, a little guy pulling a pistol, 
or Hornswoggle. If you guess Hornswoggle, you're out of your fucking mind. And we're out of time. We'll see you next week on What Happened When. We're on Westwood One, but Mondays we're on Patron. Join today at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And be sure to check out adfreeshows.com. Save with Conrad.com. Make saving money fast and easy, but don't take my word for it. Last Carl right there in Michigan. He writes, I want to say big thank you to Derek Jones, who was super responsive and informative. Not only did we save more than a hundred thousand dollars on our mortgage by removing several years off of it. He also saved us a few months of payments In follow up Conrad and Steve were super helpful. When I had additional questions, you can't go wrong here with save with Conrad. Definitely worth a call to understand what your savings could be. Carl gave us a five-star review. And as you heard, save more than a hundred thousand dollars. How much can you save? Find out right now for free at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And oh, by the way, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. If we can't save you some cash, we won't waste your time. We're licensed in more than 40 states and even credit scores in the 500s will qualify. So what are you waiting for? Go to savewithconrad.com right now.